G'day Legends, Legendaries, welcome to another episode of Generation Get To It, a sugar hit of positivity and health for you to get the most out of yourself to inspire this generation and the next. Make sure you like, subscribe to get the latest episodes and share the word so you can get more people out there changing their lives for the better and creating a positive, inspiring future generation. So we're on our second episode of our end of year wrap, okay, number two of three. And today we're going to go through some other lessons that I've learned along the way, which I think will impact yourself and also those those around you. So it's definitely something that I've I've uh, this one's definitely something I really have learned a lot and I need to definitely execute a lot better heading into the new year. Um, and that is a lot of self compassion. So as I spoke in the last episode, there was a lot more around the struggle and how important the struggle is for our growth. But it's really important to make sure that you pair the struggle with self-compassion. Because without self-compassion, you're not going to be able to get yourself back on a track. If you if you just see yourself as creating struggles and problems all the time, you're going to find yourself in the ditch constantly trying to poke yourself with a stick to get back out and telling yourself you're a bad person and all that kind of stuff. And that's where you start losing the lessons that you should be learning and not actually appreciating them for what they are. But if we can have some self-compassion with ourselves, that means that we're able to better lead ourselves back onto the path with, with the carrot and also be able to find the lessons in the struggle that we're having. Because if you just say you're a bad person because a bad thing happened to you, it's not going to be very helpful. Uh, if you say, you know, this thing's happened to me, it was unfortunate, but you know what the best way for me to get back on is to be kind to myself and treat myself like I'm a I'm my dog, you know, like, like your dog or your a loving partner or something like that, then we're going to find a lot more good coming out of that than is bad. So for that, let's go into what self-compassion can really mean for ourselves. First of all, we have to stop being so hard on ourselves. We're so tough on ourselves. I don't know about you, but I can guarantee there's lots of times in life where something happens and you go, you say, I'm terrible. I'll never be able to do this. Or I'm just not kind of that kind of person. It's just not for me. And there's a reason you failed at this because you're silly. And so I don't always believe that you're silly in this circumstance. Maybe there are times where you are a little bit silly. But I can guarantee that sometimes, more often than not, you're not silly. You may have set up your goals to be a little bit too big, which is always a good thing. But sometimes when we set our goals to a position where they're so big and they're so bold, we often don't see all the progress we've made to get to where we are in that position. And if we do that, we set our standards so high and so unachievable that no matter what we fall underneath it, we're technically failing. But in fact, if we set our standard to be progress rather than achieving the perfect result, we're going to find a lot of love for ourselves and pride in what we're doing because we're achieving a level of progress and not just achieving this ridiculous standard that was set. So when you set this too high of a standard, of course you're gonna fail. And of course it's gonna be really hard on yourself. And that's not the way we wanna be living, but we're gonna be making sure that, just like you're teaching kids, set realistic goals, make sure they're achievable, and make sure that you are understanding the lessons and the progress you're making along the way because it can really mean a lot to you and, uh, and, and your team, whatever it is, whoever you're trying to teach a lesson to. So when we're having that position where we're hard on ourselves, we don't often love who we are. 
because we're not living up to our standard. So we really need to make sure that when we're living up to our standard, that our standards have to be high enough for us to be appreciative of our own self. We can't have low standards because that means that we're not going to be able to um, have the right people in our life. We're not going to be able to achieve the things that we want to achieve. And we're definitely, going to, definitely not going to be as fulfilled and satisfied with what we're doing. But we need to make sure our standard is not too high and that's exactly where it needs to be. And that just takes a lot of practice, understanding where we are. And most importantly, not punishing ourselves for getting it wrong. We need to make sure you show ourselves the care and love and respect that we deserve because you absolutely deserve love and respect in this world. And the first person that should be giving it to you is yourself. So it's it's very difficult to be able to obviously prove this to ourselves, particularly when things are struggling, but it's so important. So important to make sure, sure we take this time to prove ourselves that we actually deserve the things that we're getting and that we're actually, um, yeah, you know, put ourselves through this hard work, not for us to beat ourselves up and say, you're wrong and you're bad at this, but just accepting as part of the journey that we're on. So it's very difficult when I think when it comes to these topics of being able to express these these concerns of ours to ourselves and to others as well. Because as we all know, and through all the episodes I've had with all the guests, every single person says something along the lines of, the people around me are the most important to my success and to myself. So when you're setting yourself up, we need to make sure that we are providing ourselves with the love and respect we deserve. But when we express our most difficult thoughts and vulnerabilities, it's actually a really good way to, to move forward as well. So we need to have the right people around us to be able to get these thoughts out of our head. So, you know, because you never know what actually sounds crazy and delusional in your mind. But when you say it out loud, that's when you realize, oh, I was actually being really silly about this or um, yeah, I def- this wasn't even con- a concern at all. So we need to make sure we find the right people around us to be able to express these things. And so for me, I did a uh, like a three-day course kind of thing this year, uh, which I found super beneficial. It was all about understanding what you want to achieve, what's holding you back, and what's now going to push us forward. So it was all about just understanding what we want to do, why we're not doing what we're doing, and how can we actually get past this mental block and move on. And I found one of the biggest things that I definitely struggled with was the whole self-compassion. And the best way, well, the way that we we end up kind of finding solutions to the problem was actually just being able to write them down. So writing down or expressing them to someone. And then what I did after that was was, uh, burn the piece of paper that I had (laughs) had them on, which is quite interesting. Actually, it's quite invigorating. I've never done it before, but it was very invigorating. And it's almost like a symbolic kind of gesture to yourself about how you recognize and accept the things that you believe are holding you back. But in respect, you free them out into the world and you don't need to worry about them anymore. And I found that was actually very liberating. And so honestly, I can't recommend enough being able to talk to someone about your own vulnerabilities because I can guarantee someone else is probably feeling the same thing about themselves. And you're helping them feel better. And in turn, they will help you feel better. And in the same way, writing it down will make you understand that this is actually really silly what I'm thinking. Or this is actually very, very valid. And this is important, but I can actually address this very clearly. 
and then being able to express it that way because I feel like without accepting it, without expressing it, it's really hard to accept it. So I find that's a really good exercise if you want to try it. I, I highly recommend it. So a few things which had definitely <clears throat> held me back this year, which I find was super, super difficult, was um, through a couple of different things. One in particular was jiu-jitsu. Now, I love competing. I think it's brilliant. I like to compete a couple times a year, um, you know, at, at the your standard competition. But this year, I was only able to compete one out of the three or four times I signed up for competitions. The first time I had a good comp, did really well. Um, got injured coming out of it, but all good. But then when I went to sign up for my second competition, I woke up the morning of being absolutely sick as a dog, and I couldn't even get couldn't even get out of um couldn't even get out could barely get out of bed. So it was very frustrating to have that because I've been training really hard and getting to the point where I'm ready, and then suddenly I'm really sick and couldn't even compete. And then sure enough, as I was coming back to training, I got injured straight away and spent another two months of out of of jiu-jitsu then the next competition came along same thing got injured about two two three days before i couldn't believe my luck i was like this is ridiculous like what have i done what's happened to me like is is this the end <laughs> but uh it was just a at the end of the day like i said it was just a really good lesson that i needed to share with myself is that some things are out of your control like uh, how how i don't know i was gonna get sick i was just training and i'm sure i got sick from jiu-jitsu but um, you know, what are you going to do about it? I was never not going to train. So therefore, it's up to it's up to me to make sure that I don't beat myself up and tell myself I'm a failure for not turning up to competitions. It's more the fact that these things just happen and I've just got to better prepare for the next one and, yeah, hope the next one I can actually turn up to and not get injured along the way or sick. Definitely had many, <clears throat> as I said in the last episode, definitely had many setbacks when it comes to trying to do things in my business and try to start new programs, but you're not, that's completely fine. It's just the, the thing that we're in. And I can understand that not everything works well. It's hard to see things on from afar on social media and stuff like that when everything looks like it's going really well for everyone else. But more importantly, it's, it's probably not. It's all about making sure that it really doesn't matter what anyone else is doing, but it only, mat- only matters what you're doing personally. And so being able to reframe like that was, was one of the most important things for me. Being able to have that self-compassion to think that it's actually only me that counts and at the end of the day, I'm just here to make a big impact on the world and it's most importantly to, to think about, you know, you will get there eventually. You just have to keep working on it and not beat yourself up about it, but give, show yourself some love and respect and keep working and the, and the message will come. So there's lots of things which I think come come into it, but I think taking responsibility to get itself back on track is one of the best solutions to that. Because if I kept saying to myself, you know, it's everyone else's fault that I'm getting injured or sick and that kind of stuff, like, what's that going to do? It's just going to make me resent other people. It's going to make me put all my validation or external validation on certain things and not necessarily have taken the responsibility to get back on track myself make sure I'm feeling robust and, and ready and also I'm in a good mental space. So I think when we're in these situations where things happen and they don't work out, it's the most important to take responsibility for it because if you don't take responsibility for them, then you probably won't change anything in the future. And if that you don't change anything, you'll probably keep doing the same thing over and over again. So that's a couple of things I really learned this year and I, I found that really, really beneficial. And I really think that they're lessons we can all take away. 
because with the the dawn of social media and everything going on it's really hard to see yourself not achieving the same heights as the best person doing you know x whatever it is right like you can always find someone that's doing something better than you in one way but there's no one doing better than you in every single way not one single person right like i can guarantee that the person's making all the money in the world probably doesn't have the same level of commitment to their family as you do or the or the person with the, the biggest muscles is probably just not spending as much time working on their mental health as they should yeah it's, it's one of those things where there's always something you can always find something better in someone else but at the end of the day you are you and no one else is being you better at being you than than you are at you i believe there's a dr zeus quote about that somewhere but Let's head into the new year thinking about all the great things that we are good at and not so much the things that we could be better at. So I believe that's the one way we can actually move through with self-compassion is to make sure that we're concentrating on the things that we're great at and like our strengths and then recognizing weaknesses, but also appreciating the things that we've worked really hard to get to at this point and that you can't be amazingly good at every single thing in your life. So for... The next episode, right, moving into what we're doing next. Okay, we're going to focus on how we can actually um, use the skills we've learned in these last two episodes, right, and focus on what's most important for us leading into next year. Because I think a lot of what we do now is really going to make a big impact on how, what you want to achieve next year and how we're going to achieve it. So for a lot of us, I think it'll be really nice to get a notebook and pen next time we do this, Okay. That way we can write down the things we want to do, have those thoughts fresh in our mind and make sure that we can actually action the things that we want to do leading into the new year. Because so far I've gone through the struggle, so the things that are going to provide us lessons, self-compassion, the way that we're going to recognize lessons. And next, let's let's see how we can use those lessons to better ourselves in the year leading forward because I'm very excited for next year. I hope you are too. And I just think it's it's so amazing to be in such a beautiful world with all these beautiful people and do what we want to to helping you know improve the next generation and, and really make a big difference in this world so from here on write down the things that you're vulnerable about write down the struggles and lessons you've learned along the way and then next week let's let's well, sorry next episode let's put into to question how we're going to improve ourselves and and become that the person we really want to be so let's get to it everyone keep living life keep dreaming Keep being naive and let's let's keep pushing ourselves into the new year and, and have a great time with family and friends. Okay, let's get to it.